Yo, 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 good morning. How are you? Good, you. Good, good. All righty. There's an action there. There's the action. Yeah, action. Morning minutes for 2020. My name is Michael Bergio with Mark Novak. And this morning we're going to be talking about how we fight for buyers, fight for sellers, um, and just how the, the little things and that little bit, like you don't have to be a, a rock star or a, like it's just, this just proves it's just the little things doing well and working hard to make a very big difference for a seller. It can make a very big difference for a buyer. Well, actually it can be the difference of getting the property. If you're a, uh, for a buyer, your agent doing this is the difference of you being fortunate enough to buy the property or not buy the property. Mark, it's, tell us. Well, tell us. Mark, it's a great example. So, um, so you had what was the address for the property? Yes. Yeah, so it was Four Powers Road in Brookvale, an industrial yep. warehouse. Yep. And um, yeah. And then you, the agent couldn't sell it, so that was with an agent for four months. And the owner came to us and said, "Hey, uh, need some help. What do you reckon?" And we said, "Look, we reckon your price is right." Uh, we, we've got an awesome database of buyers. We work super hard. And um, over that December, January, you, you're probably fine. Your agent's going to go to sleep. Um, let us work for you. And then we started. Yes. Yeah, so that is, I'm trying to get the Facebook post open. So while you're yeah. not talking, I'll talk. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> so, um, so that so we put on the market, we um, we got it through our database. We had some really solid interest, but the real thing that we wanted to talk with this morning was about the actual agent. Um, other agent got a buyer for three point six million. Um, yeah, sure. okay, and so you're back. So the other yeah. agent got a buyer at 3.6 mil and the owner came to you and said, hey, uh, Michael, I'm going to go with this other buyer. Um, got some really, you know, re pretty happy that price. It's been on the market. It had been on the market for sort of five months now. Been on yeah, for a couple of weeks months. with us, four months with the other agent. Uh, they accepted that offer and you said what? Um, so then I went and found it like it was an open listing. So with commercial property, that's common where you've got a couple agents uh, on the listing. And yep. um, I didn't really want to take that as, I didn't want to miss out. I, um, I had said to you previously, Marco, I really want this sale. Uh, it's a good building. It's just got this really good, great potential that I want to find a buyer and we're hammering it away. I was hammering it away for a good, simply listed uh, the property. I really wanted to sell it. So basically it came to December. I showed him, I think just, it was just before Christmas, Christmas, the two days before Christmas, because um, I was doing my calls, he responded saying, I like the building, can I get through? So the tenant obviously wasn't there because it was Christmas time. Good morning, Jeff, how are you? G'day, Lou. Um, and I didn't, like, I was like, I've got to get this buy through because the owner said that, uh, they've been told they, the other buyer is going to be ready to exchange virtually first week of January. So I call the owner, we get through the property because he still had keys for it, the tenant was fine. With that, um, get an offer, get offer accepted. One of the other owners uh, was overseas. 
So we had to arrange digital signatures, but not even that, just arranging the lawyers. We were doing the Christmas Eve, we were doing the contract and amendments, and also... So, so just, just to wind back quickly, there was, the other buyer was accepted, but yep. the owner, but you advised the owner, that was with another agent, but you, yeah. said to the, you said to the owner, look, keep the property on the market, keep the mm. property on the market until they've physically paid a deposit and physically yeah. to the property and physically signed a contract and explain that to the other purchaser. So the purchaser with the other age, mm. 3.6 prior to the 25th of December, yep. um, was uh, accepted their client you went along, started t talking to your prospective buyer. That had they already made an offer at that time? No, they hadn't made an offer. And this is like when I was trying to get access, the owner was a bit like, "Well, we've already got an offer. Like we've sort of already got a deal on it." Um, so, but I was like, "You never know what can happen in two weeks. A lot, a lot of buyers, you don't know what's going to happen over this period." So I was like, "If there's a chance we can do a deal now, let's do it. Deal's not a deal until it's done." And I think. Anyone who's in real estate knows that as much as you can get, oh, someone says they're, they're ready to buy, things can change. Yep. Let's just say that. So um, we got, or it ended on Insta. Hang on. Oh, Hold up, guys. We might just continue because... That's much better, actually, than sound. Can you put that on the, on the, on the, uh, so on the stand? stand? Hang on, Mark. Let me go live again, Mark. Sorry, guys, Jeff just dropped out of Instagram. So we're just going live again. I've got no audio, Mark. So, yeah, okay. there you are. Okay. Send request, requested. And, um, okay. Started on Insta. Hopefully, you're gonna hear me in a second. Sorry, guys, we're running Insta and Facebook at the same time. Alrighty, I got you on we're back. Visually, yeah. um, can yeah. you put that? Can you can you mount that that mic onto the stand for me, just because it's better sound? What was that? Sorry. Can you mount that mic? To right, the stand? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right in front of your face. It looks, it looks like a. <laughs> yeah, it can't really move anywhere else. It's not long and that's it. Down, yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's okay. good. Okay, so um, okay, so offer accepted by, by the other by the other um, agent on the property. You yep. let, let's fast track this a little bit. You get you get your offer accepted, same yep. offer, and yes. it becomes a race. Yes. And then so, what? And then the main the main thing was getting the lawyers on board to work. So that, that was a lot of back and forth, even to the extent where I was basically writing clauses because one lawyer didn't have uh, any sort of, um, what did he have? He didn't have a printer, he didn't have really anything. Um, all he had was his phone, so he couldn't really type clauses either. So I was willing to do that because it was it was a race. We wanted to get it done before Chrissy. We, we couldn't get it done before uh, Christmas Eve. However, we're still working over it and, um, we ended up exchanging on New Year's Eve. So the last day of the year. Okay. Now, where's the lesson in this? Where is the thing that made the difference? And we'll, we've, and on, the, on our caption we've got on Facebook today, it's your agent willing to fight for your buyer and yeah. your agent willing to fight for your seller. Where was the fight? The fight was everyone was off working this period of time. So two things. 
any sort of holiday or any time when people say you're not working, 3.6 was the price, yeah. Um, whenever, like, everyone was sort of switched off and they're not thinking about it. So I think working when everyone else is not or got that perception, but also, I know we've had a similar one with a, uh, so many times this happened, but basically until a deal is done, it is not done. And that's if it's your deal and you're nurturing it, don't get too, do not get complacent. But even more so, um, if you're, it's an open listing and you're fighting for it, don't stop fighting just because someone else tells you they've got a deal, don't worry. Because like we're in the sales business and you want to sell. So until it's sold, and even then, if you get a high enough offer, even the new owner may sell. So just don't stop until it's gone basically is probably the biggest yeah. lesson and, there and also yep yep and you also oh, and also the, even like um yeah you go you were saying that the buyer was quite upset that missed out yeah so the actual other buyer with the other agent called me and um was like how did you sell it? And I was like, oh, what, what do you mean? So I was like, oh, Mark, I'm just, if, <laughs> um, how did you sell it? And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just <laughs> like, you know who I am, don't you? <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> um, so he caught, and I sort of put two and two by his tone. It was quite aggressive. And then I was thinking, oh, maybe this is the other, the other buyer. And he goes, why well, I'd offer accepted on it? Because I thought I heard um well the owner sort of said to me that it was still waiting for finance or waiting for something he couldn't exchange but on the other hand the buyer said to me he was ready he goes i was fucking ready to exchange um his words i was and i was told uh by the agent that that one owner was overseas and we couldn't get into the property until the 7th of jan so he's like, how do you do? I was like, well, digital signatures and access, I called the owner, the other owner to get through. So I think um, reading between the lines, it, I don't know, maybe maybe it was during finance and the buyer wasn't telling it, or maybe it was everyone was switching off during that period and it was, let's wait till next year um, and we can patch up this deal. You're not going anywhere. Everyone's closed. The property's not going anywhere. Wrong. I wasn't but, going anywhere. But where it gets where this get where this gets me is, is when people will talk about real estate agents' performance, and some people may be pessimistic that are watching, saying, "Look, who cares if you, if the property sells um, by one agent or another?" But the principle is that 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 first buyer could have well, you know, when that buyer is willing to buy a property, you've got yeah. to scoop them up straight away. Yeah. You've got to help them straight away. You've got to commit them straight away. They may change their mind. So, yeah. in, and we're acting in the owner's best interest. So, literally, the pause and the, and that was social proof. When you got that call from the other um, buyer, that was oh, proof yeah. that yeah. it was sleepy. It was sleepy time. So, the agents put them on pause for whatever the reason. Call it Christmas. Call it uh, lack of experience. Call it whatever you want. But they yeah. put the, they put the other buyer on pause, and that's not in the interest of the seller. That mm. is not in the in the interest of the seller, and even not in which is who we get paid by, which is who we work for. But at the same time, it wasn't in the interest of the buyer, and the buyer told you that as well. 
So it goes to show, guys, that when you're selecting your real estate agent, having an agent that wants to, that will fight for you is going to get the deal done quicker, easier, faster, and more money. And Michael, you had an example of where you could have got both if you had both. Yeah. Okay. So thank, thank. Yes. Yeah. So I'll say to Mark, and I was like, man, this is why I hate open listings. Obviously, not the risk of not selling it because I'm always going to come on top. But so what's an, open, what's an open listing? It's when there's two different agencies working on the same property. Yeah. So like we said, this list, this agent, this property was with another agent for five months. Originally, it was um, terminating that contract and coming full blown Novak uh, to sell yeah. the property, which I was all on board. I really like the building. Um, but then when he came in initially, then it turned and then he was like, oh, I got to do an open listing. I've known the other guys for 30 years. Like it's, just do what you can, no marketing sort of thing. And yeah, I, I, I don't want to rock it. And fair enough, I get it. If, you, if you've got a relationship for 30 years, but in hindsight, I probably should have pushed harder because now I look at it, if I had both those buyers, if the one agent, yep. not what a agent, if uh, an agent, if I had them, then I would have, or someone of those calibers, like a good agent, which you're going to know and we're, through this pod, through this will help you signs of good agents. But I know if I had both of them, then I would have more than likely negotiated more money. Like this is a building that hadn't been on the market and now I finally got two buyers. Like I would have done my thing or at least you know that if we would have given it a best opportunity because with an open listing, it's more about selling it rather than getting the best price as much as we want to get the best price for the owner. He obviously was happy with the the... He was happy with the price, but he sold, and so was the buyer. But competition breeds, you need competition. And when it was that open listing, it's more of a race to sell the property, not see if you can delay and get, because let's face it, if you're going to negotiate, it takes a bit of time back and forth. But I didn't have control of the other buyer. So it's not like I could call them and I'm not going to call the other agent and say, hey, wake up, I'm going to, I'm about to do a deal. You want to see if you can get a higher offer? Like yeah. it's not going to happen. You're going to, you're going to race to get it exchanged. And that's what I did. So that's what I urge any owners out there, just because you're thinking, oh, a couple agents is great. No, not necessarily. You should be getting, um, thanks Andy. Love the honesty and enthusiasm. Thank you uh, for authenticity. Um, it just shows I, I, yeah. And in future I'll be using this example on why it should be an exclusive, like especially okay. when you've got an agent who's got the runs on the board or if, it's just, it costs you money, not saves you money. And we've got to, I've got to put this into perspective as well. Yeah. Because there was the other, because there was two agencies working on the property, it wasn't a race to the best price. It was a race to just getting a bloody deal. Yeah. Um, so it, you did act in the owner's best interest by getting into the race and getting, getting the deal over the line. But if you had the ability of dealing with both of those purchases, yep. which, you know, I think some people might even say, Michael, that you wouldn't have found the other purchaser. That was good That was good having the other agent because they found the purchaser and you probably wouldn't have found the purchaser anyway. Yeah, it's a good point. But it's one, when you're looking at all the marketing that we're doing, like you never know where a buyer comes from. But there would have been more, I reckon, in the event of this, it's, I reckon it still would have been better off 
like I'm just thinking it's rare. Like you could well, always say he never found this buyer. We've all got portals, but I, I guess if you're spending four million bucks, you're gonna find the property. Um yeah. and it's it, the negotiator is very important, the agent is very important. But I guess that person from the outset, the other buyer had the probably knew of us and probably knew of the other agent and just had to call who they wanted to um, yeah. pick up the phone and ring for whatever reason they called the other guys but normally from our experience we find that we will locate both of those purchases being an exclusive agent and we yeah. will have the ability to actually barter them off each other and get more than 3.6 but we didn't have that opportunity yeah. because the owner had an open agency where they had two different agencies working on it Look, that's just another angle. But the point of today's discussion was sleepy agent didn't facilitate yeah. a deal for whatever reason. Actual buyer told us that. Actual buyer said, mate, I wanted yeah. to buy the property and I couldn't. You um, turned around, said to the owner, doesn't matter if you're overseas, we can do this digitally. Um, yeah. You pushed it, you facilitated it, whether it was New Year's Eve, whether it was Christmas Eve, whether it was a, the... The, the, the festive season didn't give okay. a shit uh, yeah. lawyers closed, lawyers not helping with clauses, didn't give a shit you pushed it on all angles you pushed yeah. it above, above and beyond the, uh, the other buyer in terms of speed you got the deal for you you got the deal for the client and yeah. um, that's a story about fighting uh, what an agent will do to fight and it's a perfect example of it thank you and um, alright, any questions Jeff Okay, Insta. anything else you want to add on that one, Mark? It's, we're going good. We're back, 2020. We'll be back again tomorrow. Oh, you've turned your camera around, Mark. Yeah. On Insta. I've got a Samsung, dude. You've got a Ugh. Samsung. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. <laughs> Any, um, um, anything else you want to add? Excited about? Happy New, happy New Year, everyone. It's yep. going to be a cracker of a year. Things are very positive in property. Things are very property in business. Well, um, it's expected this, a 10 to 15% growth. I um, did you have a look at that report. Massive. So there was a um, Lewis Christopher property statistics, really, really good stuff. Jump on his website. He did an interview with Tom Panos uh, a couple of days ago about forecasting for this year. Um, and it's some really interesting stuff. It's if you're looking to buy, get in early, sellers, it's going to be a very good year. Uh, so, uh, and forecasting, it's basically in summary, 10 to 12% growth. So he did three, uh, three scenarios. If rates go down, APRA step in, all, the, all that shit. And basically the most uh, like, likely scenario will be a 10 to 12% growth in Sydney, which is huge. So well, it, probably a million bucks. You're going to be making 120 grand. Uh, if you're living in it, that's tax-free money. It's fantastic. Um, and, uh, and we're back every morning now, guys. So, um, yeah. We, oh, Andy made a good comment on Insta. Amalgamating Arsenal Solar, where would have paid more if for the purchase? Most would say, yeah, you're right. And if the buyer would have paid more uh, when they bought it, then they won't trust them to sell. 100%. So, even like coming again, who do you think that buyer is going to call between agents on any listing? Like, he's going to be very reluctant to call that agent who missed out on a property. Um, yep. And also, I find these commercial guys, Andy, they're 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 all they're highly transactional. So he will be doing deals. So I reckon I've got a client out of him, and he didn't buy it through me because 
he's going to remember going, he fucking worked. He got a deal done. And if I ever sell, that's who I got. That's who I want. Selling he for me or his, wanting to leave. His, however you look at it, he fought for his purchaser. He really did. Yeah. Uh, and also his, and also his seller. Uh, oh, Andy's from England. I see you. I think so. Andy, you're from England, aren't you? Uh, you're on the, you do a lot with Tom Panos, I'm pretty sure. Because he said we take loads of inspiration from you guys overseas. Andy, I, I remember yeah, the Andy. name from Real Estate Gym. Awesome. All righty. Good All right. 2020. And, it's good to be and, back. And to anyone out there, including Andy, if you guys want us to cover any topics um, because of what we do, um, always happy to. Just whack it in the comments or send us a message. We do get people sending private messages over saying, look, guys, can we cover this topic? I'm instant interested to know it's just a really good tutorial for some people where yeah. um, some even agents even agents ask us because they don't do a particular area that we do like off the plan or commercial so they ask us to do um, some of these chats um, so yeah yep. if there's anything guys let us know uh, 7.45 every morning awesome. I, don't Thank I don't know what that time is in England but yeah um, what's the time for you Andy uh, transactional agents are shit they may make a few thousand bucks now but they are not creating raving for 100%. So um, I know my um, the buyer's super happy, the seller. I think when people get deals when they're not expecting it, like he he loved it because he loved that we were working over this time as well. So um, I know I think, I, yeah, it is 2106. What's that? 9.06 p.m. All right, perfect. Yeah, nice. All righty, guys. And thanks for tuning in. Ciao. Have a good day, Michael Berger. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Novak. That's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and apologies for the big fat beard as well, everyone. <laughs> okay, and they're still alive.